Well, welcome back. And it's we, we have a very special guest and a very special episode today because we have Dr. Kathy Tollison. And she was actually recommended that I contacted her by one of you. One of you on our mailing list suggested that she would be a fascinating guest. And you're right. And so this is a real treat to have Dr. Kathy with us. And uh, she's in Florida right now, and she's a professional counselor. And she has the most fascinating life story. Uh, tell us, where have you just come back from in uh, your ministry activities? Well, I just came back. Well, it was in September. It was right in a little bit of a, a lull before Russia really started bombing all the infrastructure. But um, I was in Poland and Ukraine. And I was actually down in Dnipro, which has just recently had the devastation of a bombing of a residential building. But um, I, I was there, I, I was connected um, through an organization called Code Two Nations, which I have worked with their missionaries for probably about 12 years now. And, um, and they actually came for restoring the foundation. So it's a, it's a small world, but I met them, young ministers from Ukraine and so um, actually earlier on, he had said, look, we really need you here. You know, we, we, need, we need help. There's just so many people. We need training. And so um, I went over and I did uh, training, uh, trauma response training, um, real similar to critical incident stress management that we do here in the States. I was trained in that after 9-11. And um, so I went and worked with the teams there. They have bases in Poland where the refugees are coming in and staying there. Sometimes they stay for longer. Sometimes they're just getting things together to be placed in maybe like Germany or another country. And um, Finland's taken in a lot of people too. But um, so they're coming across children and people and things all, all, all day long. Like one of the women, women that was in my one workshop, um, she had... She was in Bucha and she she remembered and she'd been kind of telling her husband, I really feel like the war is going to come, you know, and she said one day she was just standing, looking out her window as she's doing dishes. And all of a sudden she sees, you know, parachuters coming in, bombs, things being blown up and it started. They were able to make their way out, but they, you know, they lost their home. They lost their neighborhood, but which just amazes me. But her and her husband were still in uh, working at a place in Poland. I think at that point they had 69 children that them and a, a couple other couples were taking care of. And, then, and their heart was not so much, how do I get ministered to? How do we minister to these children? And um, it, 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 was, it was really an amazing experience to um, see the incredible um, unity and and support and not just from ukraine but even from neighboring countries estonia latvia norway you know uh germany they, they the the people um that are are coming in to bring the gospel and different things yeah, and so the, it takes uh, i mean really the average person would not go to ukraine right now in the middle of the war that well that I would well. I wouldn't have gone if I didn't feel a mandate and a peace and a really. I I knew I even when at first he said, "Would you come to Poland?" and I was like, "Yes, I'll come to Poland." But every time I talked to somebody, I'd be, I I I would just say, "I'm I'm going to be going to Ukraine," and then I'd say no. And then he said, "Well, 
I think he was a little nervous to ask me. And he said, but could you come to Ukraine? We really need it there. Because it's almost 24 hours to get to where they were for them to bring workers. And what they do, um, they're in Dnipro. And so it's it's pretty close to, you know, the, the south and the east where there's so much uh, interaction right now. But when a village is liberated, they have um, supplies, medical you know, groceries, everything come into their their base. It's called Solid Rock Mission. And then what they do is they have people who go out into these liberated villages. You know, sometimes they're still pretty hot with action, but they, they go and they bring medical supplies, food, but more than that, they bring the gospel. And they, you know, they're, they, they're saying there's a revival. There's a revival in their military. There's a revival with people in these villages. They bring people out. Um, there was one pastor I met. Um, he's from Lviv, which is on the western side, but he has five kids, a church, and he has since February um, been on the front lines with his van going in and bringing people out who need medical care and everything and bringing supplies into them and praying with them. And yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to see the army of God really standing up and really fully functioning. What an so, experience. It, it really was, especially when you drive by places that you saw on television, you know, or you, you um, just like now, I mean, now I, I know people in Dnipro. I know people who have families in Dnipro. And to know how close that was even to their mission, um, you know, it, it, it brings it home in a whole different way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that.